Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Sometimes God wants us to go where we don't want to go. I think about Paul, who is basically being tried, and God's like, look, I know you've been doing this in Jerusalem, but you got to go to Rome. He knows he's going to be martyred. You've got Peter. Today in the gospel reading, Jesus three times asks him, do you love me? Do you love me? And Peter, I'm sure in anguish, is like, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And then he basically says, look, when you're a kid, you're going to do what you want. But as you get older, you're going to have your hand taken to where you don't want to go. Basically telling him, you're going to be martyred killed. Now, we all know death is inevitable, at least death on this earth, and I don't think any one of us are going to be martyred because of our faith or crucified, but God is asking you to go where you don't want to go. And that is what I would like you to sit with in silence preferably in front of the Blessed Sacrament, whether it's in adoration or in a church in, with the tabernacle, asking Mary to pour out in your heart the Holy Spirit, the truth of the Holy Spirit that you are supposed to be doing in your life right now. What is it that you are fighting against? Where is it that God wants you to go? Because we have Pentecost this Sunday. This is my last podcast. And then Monday will be after Pentecost. We want that Holy Spirit truth poured out in us so that we can have the courage to take that next step. What is that next step for you? It could be actually establishing a prayer life. When I think about my ups and downs with my prayer, it's really been all about my laziness, my tiredness. I don't want to get up earlier. I really appreciated when my husband would work because I was getting up at five o'clock. And guess what? This morning, the birds were waking me up at 4.11. And I didn't fall back asleep 
My husband also <laughs> woke up a little bit later, but he got out of bed at quarter to five. And all of a sudden, he's downstairs, the coffee's going, and I'm right there. And he says, what are you doing up? And I said, the birds got me. But I'm telling you, it is 6.15 in the morning. I have gotten so much done. I've prayed my rosary. I've finished the laundry, finished the dishes, got the plants watered. I've sat and had my mental prayer. I've gotten so much done. It's like the army, right? We get more done before 8 o'clock than most of the world gets done all day. And I feel more accomplished and more as if I am starting with God the right way instead of rushing through things so that I can get to Mass. And when I get up later, I feel like almost the whole morning is gone. So God is asking me to do what I don't want to do. Get up. <laughs> get up. It's not that big of a deal, is it? He's also asking me to have some temperance, to call out for Mary and the Holy Spirit to give me that gift of self-control. To have little bodily mortifications all day. Yesterday was awesome. I went to noon mass because I actually got up early and it was a beautiful prayer morning and I just wanted to hang with my husband in the morning. He went and got a haircut and then went and played golf and I went to noon mass. Afterwards, I went to adoration, prayed the rosary, prayed all of my Marian devotion prayers from true devotion to Mary by St. Louis de Montfort. And then I walked out and I met this woman and I talked to her for an hour and she's on the journey. She's just learning the faith. She's constantly falling. She's got nobody in her life. Her parents are gone. Her brothers and she has no brothers and sisters. She's, she feels very alone. And in my head, I'm thinking, I got to get back home and clean the rest of the house and shower before my husband gets home. But I didn't even think about it. I just kept talking, sharing my journey, helping her realize that, look, don't compare yourself to other. I shared with her relevant radio. I told her, grab those lighthouse CDs that you see in the narthex, right? Just be a sponge. Take your time. This Everyone's walk is different. And every person is different. I did a video yesterday because I was on cloud nine. Seriously, I was so filled with God. I was so grateful that I had the opportunity to share everything that God's done in my life with this person. And I, I, I mean, it's funny because when people hear my witness, they're like, oh my gosh, you are like confessing to the public everything. And that is my way of evangelizing. I'm not asking you to go share your deepest, darkest secrets that you have been healed by, but I am asking you to look at your life and how you live it. What are you showing people around you? Are you patient? Are you kind? Are you loving? Or do you get in fits of anger? Do you swear? Do you knock people down, gossip behind their backs? Throw them under the bus? 
Are you accepting of people or are you always judging people with snide remarks or looks even? Look at your own life. How do you take care of yourself, your mind, body, soul, and spirit? Should I be drunk in front of people? Is that a good witness of me? No. Do I fall into that? Too many drinks? Yes. Do I feel better when I am not overeating and carrying some extra weight? Heck yeah. Do I feel better when I work out and I give this body some muscle structure and stretching it and I'm not achy and painy and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So why don't I do it? This is what I feel the Holy Spirit is calling me to. Why? Because I'm a better person when I take care of this body that God has given me. And honestly, I don't have that many health issues. But if I continue to treat it poorly and not exercise it and strengthen it and give it the nourishment that it needs, mind, body, soul, and spirit, there's spiritual nourishment. We've got to feed our souls as well. I know I am a better witness and God shines through me, glows through me. I am more filled with joy when I have all of those things working in my life. I'm pretty sure you probably don't have one of them. I don't know which one it is, and maybe it's all of them, which is what I'm trying to do, but I'm taking it day by day, and I'm taking it with God. I'm not putting this pressure on myself. I'm not on a specific diet. I'm actually, so yesterday, sorry, I didn't finish that story. So I come home yesterday, and I'm like, okay, wow, it's 2 o'clock already. I still have to vacuum and wash the floors. Before Mass, I cleaned all the bathrooms and dusted the whole house. So I was like halfway done. And I was like, ooh, I'm hungry. But I'm like, it's already two o'clock. This is pretty late to eat. So I was going to eat just a salad. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm, I'm hungry, but I'm going to offer this up as a bodily mortification. I'm not going to eat. Lord, Mary, I give this up to you and Jesus. You can do what you want with it, but I'm offering it up, my hunger for myself, as well as all of those people who are hungry for something and they don't know that it is God, who don't have the bread of life nourishing them. Yes, that's both spiritually, but also in the Eucharist. Today is the first Friday in the month of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I am going to Mass. I am super excited to spend this morning giving it to God. Maybe God is calling you to go to Mass as well, but it's just something you don't want to do. The thing is, 
when the Holy Spirit moves you to do something that you don't want to do, it's probably a good idea for you to do it. (laughs) There's nothing that God tells us, you know, if he's prompting you to go to him to forgive someone or to work on some sin in your life, working on a virtue in your life that you know you have a problem with, maybe it's swearing, maybe it's, again, anger, lack of patience, judgment, resentment, laziness, gluttony. When God is calling us to be a better person, it's because he wants to to show himself to the world. Because when you, let's say, lose weight, when you're in better shape, when you begin a prayer life and all of a sudden you are feeling the fruits of that time, you are hearing God's voice, you are finally in tune to his voice versus Satan's voice or your own bodily, fleshy desires. It's wonderful. It's amazing. And maybe you don't know how to start something. Don't let that be the barrier. I didn't know how to pray either. But I looked it up and I took courses and I got myself a spiritual director And I learned Ignatian prayer. I learned how to deliver spirits and focus my mind and to put God first and to hear and discern the difference between the three voices. And when you work on that, everything else makes sense. And then God's real clear, real clear. You know exactly what he wants you to do. Now, we're not being asked to be martyred. We are being asked to be better Christians and better witnesses. Mind, body, soul, and spirit. And when you don't have the spirit and the soul components in your life, you are living a worldly life. You rely on yourself. You are filled with pride. You rely on your will. Remember, willpower. How many times have I been on a diet? How many times have I gone through an exercise program and felt horrible because it was all on me? And when I cheated or I fell off of it, I felt even worse. Like you have no willpower. You're so weak. But if you have God in your life and you have a prayer relationship, you don't rely on yourself. You humble yourself and you ask the Lord to help you. You look at one day at a time. You don't look at three months down the line. You look at today and you try to make the best decisions today. And that, my dear friends, is what I want you to do today on this first Friday. If you can, get to Mass, please, please give Jesus the time he deserves. And hey, guess what? Tomorrow is the first Saturday. 
We need to be devoted to Mary because Mary is the one that divvies out the grace with Jesus. Those two are hand in hand, inseparable. This month is not Pride Month. Pride is a sin, hello. This month is the Sacred Heart of Jesus. This month, we need to kick our pride to the curb and humbly ask the Holy Spirit on Pentecost to pour into us the truth that we may not... Sorry, I just paused and coughed. Wow. Hmm, Excuse me. That we may not want to do or hear, but we know it's the best thing for us and the people around us. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this together. If you need help, I had a couple of men reach out to me. Please send me an email, Kendra at KendraVonesh.com. I am here for coaching. I am here to pray for you. Don't walk alone. I know you listen to this podcast, but maybe you need a little extra help. I guarantee you, we all do. And the sooner we take that step to get that help or to reach out and find out how can I eat better? How can I incorporate some working out? How can I be accountable? How do I learn how to pray? I've got my 40-day video prayer course. Check it out on my website. I can help you with eating and working out, even though I know myself that I fall. But that's okay. That's the point. We don't have to be perfect on a diet. We don't have to be perfect with working out. We don't have to be perfect, perfect, perfect. The, the deal is this. Just get the heck back up. Don't throw up your hands and say, well, I cheated on my diet. Looks like it's all over and throw it out the window. Just try better the next time you put something in your mouth. This is what life is. And the more that we give it to God and ask for God's strength and God's will and God's temperance, self-control, patience, kindness, generosity, the more that we will be filled with his grace, given that strength and that courage to continue on. And it's so much easier with God. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. And I've had my ups and downs. I have had moments where I'm not praying and I'm not talking to God. Certainly most of my stinking journey has been a fake devotion to Mary. Wow. Okay. I'm getting long here. I got to get moving too, because I cannot wait to go to mass to receive the Lord and to spend some time doing what I should be doing, which is giving him my love and my currency to him is my time. I'm going to keep you all in my prayers. I'm going to take you in my heart with Mary all of your desires. I'm going to ask her, please, Mary, reach out with the Holy Spirit and pour out where God wants you to go so that you 
take that step. We've got to move our feet. We've got to do the part on our side. Because when we do, God will draw us near. I'm telling you, it only gets better. But we just got to start. And don't overthink it. Just start. Remember, (laughs) that's what I did with the true devotion to Mary. I mean, oh my gosh, if I thought about how long that thing was going to be and how intense it would have been, I probably would have kicked it down the curb. I just did it. I hate to sound like the Nike commercial, just do it. But sometimes that's pretty much all we need to do. Just do it. Pick up the phone, do something. Search for a prayer program. Get some help with a spiritual coach. Myself, maybe. I don't know. Do something. Make that step. Look up a program. Get some help because we need it. Let's not be filled with pride. That's just a sin. That's just silly. And it's not what God wants. He wants us to rely on him and to look at all of our circumstances and listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. How many times have you shut God down? And I speak from my own life. You know, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel like working out. Uh, And this is where I say, wait a minute. I don't feel like working out, but I know darn well how much better I do when I do. So I'm just going to do it. And hey, guess what? I'm going to make it meritorious and offer this to God. Last Yesterday, I didn't want to f- clean the rest of the house, but I offered it up for that woman that I talked to to keep her on the path, to give her little bits of consolation and what she needs. I offered cleaning up the house for somebody else. I mean, this is how we make our lives mean something, our meaning and purpose is to keep God at the center so that we can love ourselves by doing what we know we need to do with ourselves and our lives and then love others and be a witness and speak the gospel in the way in which we are living our lives. How we speak, how we act, what we look like. Okay. Wow. 10 minutes. It's hard guys. (laughs) When I get passionate, I just want to just talk and talk and talk. And uh, the funny thing is, is don't we all know what we need to do? We all know it. So it's time. Now is the time. Especially with Pentecost coming. God's already telling you what he wants you to do. (laughs) Now we need to ask for his help and his strength and his courage And just do it. There we go with Nike. Whoops. All right, everyone. Have a beautiful day. A blessed and inspired day. I love you all. And I hope that your Pentecost, I hope that these next three days, with today being the Sacred Heart of Jesus, tomorrow being the first Saturday, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and then, of course, Pentecost on Sunday. I mean, what a trifecta. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Please try. Look up different dioceses or different parishes in your dioceses. I hate that word, dioceses. In your diocese. Maybe you can go to another diocese. Find a time today. I guarantee you, it'll be all day long. You'll have something at noon. You'll have something at night. Just do it. (laughs) Okay, I love you. Have a blessed and inspired day.